Win Damon here. It's Breakfast with Win. State Rep- our State Senator Diana DiZanglio is our guest this morning. And uh, Diana, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you, Win? Hey, Sorry about that. We, we dropped the call for some reason. Well, uh, we'll, we'll blame it on the virus. <laughs> yeah, just blame everything on the virus, right? That's right. Yeah. Now, you know, I was, uh, yeah, I, I follow you on on Facebook and and all that stuff, and and you are probably at about uh, thirty five events every day, and <laughs> yeah. and I was just wondering how you're handling all this stuff. Yeah, well, honestly, I mean, I, I, like I was just talking to you, I I am prone to losing my voice. I'm going to do the exercises that you gave me for my vocal cords. And, uh, you know, have been, have been working the voice in that way. But I will tell you, it's, it's, um, I thought it was going to be an opportunity to recover my voice, but I've been on constant conference calls instead of being out at these events all day long. And, um, it's actually been a little bit worse for the voice. So I will say that's the personal impact it's having on, um, you know, me and I know we're all kind of like transitioning the last couple of days from working at home. But, um, we'll say, honestly, there's a lot of work to do. Yes, I go out to events all day long. Normally, um, you know, in between the policy and the voting and the formal sessions and the, the um, committee hearings that we participate in at the state house, and then with the rest of my time, generally speaking, um, I am out at all of these events. So it's quite the schedule change for me, for my staff, um, as is, you know, what's happening with a lot of residents across the community who, you know, they're, we're, we're all learning and shifting our our schedules accordingly to make sure that we are social distancing, that we are staying healthy, and that we're keeping our neighbors healthy as well. Now, I, I noticed that um, we have a, running a story today uh, about uh, State Representative Andy Vargas and a couple of the other state reps, Christina Minacucci and Linda Dean Campbell, trying to get um, trying to make sure that the insurance companies will take care of the uh, restaurants uh, since they can't. Um, serve on premises, trying to get them a break on insurance costs for uh, serving liquor on premises since that can't be done. Is that anything that that you're involved with? Yeah, so so the state reps, they have their own thing going on over there in the House of Representatives. Obviously, there's two separate chambers, and I commend the work of my colleagues in the House of Representatives and thank them for the work that they're doing on their side of the chamber. Uh, On the Senate side, Within the state senate, there's about four. You know, there, well, there are there are 40 members uh, statewide. We have some small working groups that are working on that issue, along with some other uh, similar issues that are impacting our local small businesses in particular. Um, in uh, a group that I actually am part of as a small business chair for the state senate uh, across Massachusetts, which is um, an economic impact group. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, so we're working on that issue. We're working on also uh, several other issues that are impacting small businesses and their employees right now. One of the cutest things right now that we are trying to make sure gets handled is that people are able to file their um, unemployment insurance claims. Uh, previously, people were having to wait for a week, and they were unable to file for unemployment. And that was the case even though there was a shutdown that was, um, you know, obviously that happened due to uh, the governor calling for it, the president of the United States calling for it, um, with these gatherings being 25 people or less here in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, these restaurants have had to shut down and their employees have nowhere to uh, go for work right now. So they're out of work. 
they are losing that income and they were not able to file for uninsurance claims, uh, excuse me, unemployment claims because of the waiting process. So we just the other day waived this in the state legislature. Uh, we made it possible for those people to start applying immediately to make sure that they can get access to unemployment. Uh, people are still having some issues with the process. A lot of people have never filed for unemployment before, so they're not sure how to navigate that process. My office has been working around the clock, helping uh, local Merrimack Valley residents to navigate through and provide step-by-step resources to them uh, to make sure that they and their families are able to get access to that during this very uh, tumultuous time. So our office has been working on that. Also, there was a uh, small business loan program that was approved through the Baker administration recently, which allowed for $10 million to uh, be allocated to a fund to provide very low interest loans to our small businesses that have had to close their doors due to this pandemic. And we were directing people to, uh, you know, uh, apply for this loan. They were able to receive up to $75,000 through the Massachusetts loan. There's a federal loan as well um, that goes up to $2 million. But uh, what happened recently here in Massachusetts, just yesterday afternoon when, at 12.30, we got a notification from Mass Growth Capital Corporation, which uh, is the, the, the organization that is facilitating the distribution of these loans. We got a message from them saying that they weren't accepting any more loans and that they were going to uh, have to stop, or excuse me, they weren't accepting any more applications for loans and that they were going to have to stop that for the time being due to um, lack of funds and to um, many, many applications, more than they can process right now. So I am working on a piece of legislation, actually, that we started drafting into the wee hours of the night last night, um, hopefully to get it filed today, this afternoon at some point, that would uh, put additional funds into that small business loan that the administration did create, and that would give Mass Growth Capital, the uh, corporation, the resources that they need to make sure that they can uh, go through these applications and that they can approve these applications and that there is uh, there, there are financial resources in the loan fund to actually be able to distribute to these small businesses. $10 million was a good start. I think it was commendable that the, the governor and the administration did put those resources in that account. But as we can see, there are, you know, innumerable businesses right now that have had to shut their doors and that need access to to these low-interest loans during this time. Um, I've also, just as a side note to that, you know, I'm supportive of several other proposals that would provide grant opportunities. Uh, you know, we're talking about a loan account right now. I'm supportive of several other provisions that would provide grant opportunities to certain small businesses in our communities who simply won't be able to repay back uh you know, loans. They just opened their doors recently within the last year, or they are, you know, what with, with some would call a micro business. Um, and, you know, even if they get a loan, they're worried that they won't, even, they won't be able to pay that back after all said and done. So we are looking at all of these different things and, you know, working very hard together. I will say it's been very inspiring to see how the House and how the Senate and how the administration have all really been able to pull together during this time. Certainly, we all have all of our own proposals, 
but um, it's it's inspiring and encouraging to to know that you know uh, <clears throat> across the state these different chambers with you know 200 elected officials and and an entire administration that we've been able to communicate effectively even from our homes using emails using conference calls so on and so forth to be able to to work on these policies and get them done as quickly as possible. This is new to all of us as well. So we are navigating through through this process of working on policy, you know, across the state right now with people that we can't see either. And um, it's been inspiring to watch how quickly the turnaround time has been with some of these policies. We do have a long way to go. There are several things that need to still be done uh, in order to make sure that the, you know, and I'm talking about the economic impact in particular when just because that is the area that I've been assigned to, there are many other issues that the state legislature is working on right now in coordination with the administration. But I'm just talking about the economic impact um, of the pandemic right now because, like I said, that is what I've been assigned to. I am the chair of the Small Business Committee. So I just want to add one other thing that we're working on locally that stemmed from our local chambers of commerce and actually from some Havel restaurants that reached out to me uh, that I feel like would help a lot of statewide small restaurants right now um, who have had to shut their doors, whose uh, employees are out of work right now, <clears throat> and these patrons are lacking services right now. And that is um, the issue of their being able to serve takeout and delivery, um, but having lost all of the revenue that has come into their doors for people, you know, obviously going out to restaurants, they have seen a tremendous loss of revenue during the past few days due to their do- their doors being shut, and they are worried about their very survival. We have a couple of restaurants um, downtown in particular that are family-owned, locally owned by Haverhill residents that employ Haverhill residents and Merrimack Valley residents that are really scared that they're not going to be able to open up their doors once this pandemic is, you know, once, once we're out of this, this crisis mode that we're in right now. Um, you know, as far as it pertains to the restaurant industry. And <clears throat> they're worried they won't be able to open up their doors. So what we're doing is trying trying to, to look at any opportunity to make sure that they are able to bring in, um, you know, the, or make the sales that they're used to making. And one way that we've looked at assisting them is by doing what Governor Sununu just did in New Hampshire a couple of days ago and doing Governor Cuomo just did in New York a few days ago. And I heard that Illinois has done this as well. And that is allowing them temporarily to serve closed container beer and wine with their sales of takeout food and delivery food that they're serving. Reason being, those things are just sitting there. You have closed containers, um, you know, of a couple of beers. You have a bottle of wine that's a closed container that is sitting there on the shelf. Uh, they are saying that those sales, when people come into their restaurants, make up about 30 to 40%. I know that uh, Jason Teacher over at Kruger's was saying that uh, alcohol beverage sales at their restaurant and bar make up about 40% of their sales. So they are in dire straits right now is what we're hearing just to, just to survive through this time. And uh, they have requested that we allow them to do this change uh, in, in their licensing to allow them to, to uh, you know, include those, those closed container beer and wine sales with takeout orders uh, to, to help them stay afloat during this. 
this uh, tough economic time for them and for their employees. Like I said, New York has already done this. New Hampshire has already done this. And Illinois has done this. And I think that, you know, Massachusetts can do this um, through the governor's emergency powers that he has. And we're, we're, we're advocating that he approve this temporary measure to help these restaurants keep their doors open and make those additional sales that they need to, to bring in some additional revenue to help them through this very tumultuous time that they are experiencing. So these are just a couple of different things that we're working on on this economic impact group that I'm a part of in the state Senate. Obviously, there are many, many different issues that we're working on. There are, you know, mental health-related issues, obviously, obviously the physical issues and the, the public health issues that are being worked on by the chair of the Public Health Committee, uh, Joe Comerford. She's doing a great job. She's a senator from Western Mass. She's doing a fantastic job leading on the issue of, of public health, which is, you know, obviously this is a public health emergency we find ourselves in. And there are many different subgroups that are um, at work right now. And I just want to take a moment just to thank all of my colleagues and thank all the residents in the Merrimack Valley who have reached out to us to express their concerns, who are telling us about their ideas, and who are advocating for, you know, gaps in the system that they see that they think that the state can help in selling. Please continue to reach out to our offices. Our staff at the moment is all hands on deck. They are at their laptops. I am at my laptop. We are by the phone. We want to hear from you if there are things that you think that we need to be working on. Um, please let us know. We're here. We're at your service. And if there are challenges that you're facing in any regard that you think that uh, we as a state legislative office can, can be helpful in, please don't hesitate to reach out. I will give uh, our, our local number here to you. It's 978-984-7747. Maybe you just have some questions about what the state's doing. Maybe you have some questions about the process. Um, you know, or maybe you just need some advice in navigating something that you're trying to accomplish right now. And, um, you know, we're, we're happy to help. We're at your service. So please feel free to reach out to me at any time. And uh, stay, stay healthy. All right. Well, uh, Diana, thank you so much. And uh, I want to thank you for everything that you're doing for for all the people, but also uh, thank you for everything you're doing for small businesses, too, especially the uh, the micro businesses. And uh, and I, I was uh, thinking about the mini micro businesses because a micro business is 25 or less. But uh, some of the businesses have fewer than 10 employees. So I would call them mini micro businesses and everything you're doing for them is, uh, is a tremendous help. So thank you very much for all your efforts. Thank you very much again, Wen, and stay healthy yourself. And uh, like I said, anyone who's listening, please call anytime. Uh, my office is at your service. Thank you so much, Wen. Oh, you bet. State Senator Diana DiZaglio, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV-FM. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, WHAV. Catch the wave, W-H-A-V.